0: Ben, do you hear that yes, music?
1: Sir.
0: Do you hear that music?
2: Yes, I do. What does it sound like? Well, much like you couldn't catch it last week, I can't catch it this week. I hear notes on the breeze, but I can't quite uh, pinpoint the tune. What is it? Let me tell you.
0: Just when you think it was fun to watch wrestling again.
2: Yes, well, <laughs> all right. With the state of Monday Night Raw being what it is, it's not fun to watch wrestling. But I believe it—I believe it's a Jaws reference for those of you that live under a rock and have not seen that movie poster. That is what Mr. Canella is referring.
0: All right, Ben, I'm Elio, he's Ben, and this is a PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how's it going?
2: Not bad, my friend, not bad. I had a little bit of a difficulty before I came on here this evening, but we are all good to go, and our Saturday night tradition is alive and well.
0: And I recently um, moved back uh, for one day only into the kitchen.
2: Yes, I noticed that. Is there some sort of remodeling going on in your apartment, basement?
0: No, um, actually, uh, we had company today, and I recorded a show earlier today around 11 a.m., and uh, my... My parents were afraid they were going to make noise uh, upstairs and they were going to be loud. So they moved me back here into the kitchen for today.
2: Well, at least they had uh, the consideration to tell you that ahead of time. So that was nice.
0: So uh, yeah, um, so I did that show earlier today. So I'm already prepared with my notes for Raw and SmackDown and uh, all the other shows that we that were on throughout the week.
2: Yes, and and we do have a lot to cover, a lot of extra stuff, especially with um, Dark Side of the Ring and also the AEW uh, documentary series. So, I was going to
0: say I started watching it. I just didn't finish the documentary, but I
2: did start watching it. So I just got it was it, up. it was actually it was actually pretty good. Um, did you ever did you ever see the um, the Dark Side of the Ring season one premiere that was done on Randy Savage?
0: Yes, I watched all of season one and all of season two. They were they were all up on all up on YouTube.
2: Right. So, but um, this um this any biography is very similar to uh, the Dark Side of the Ring um, piece on Randy Savage.
0: Oh wow! Okay, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of this. Now I got as far as um when he started uh, his baseball career, and uh, then um trends then uh, shifted into professional wrestling and started uh, wrestling for his father's promotion, ICW.
2: Yeah, and um. I gotta tell you, it was uh, it was it was very um, interesting because once once they started talking about that, um, it was um, oh, is this the right one? Yeah, uh, no problem. Um, sorry, I was just making sure that uh, I had the right review up because I had so many tabs. But uh, once once they shifted from baseball to the wrestling bit of course that's when it really started getting interesting for me and um the first the first thing of note was um they were talking about how um the the ICW um was invading on the Memphis territory which was um which was largely uh, Jerry Lawler's territory and um you know, and it was funny because they kept showing old promos where uh, Randy Savage was, um, was going after Jerry Lawler relentlessly, like trying to make it seem like they were going to have um, a match. But um, Jerry was saying, you know, it was never planned. that We, we were going to have a, a match, um, you know, because at the time our promotions didn't work together but um, after uh, after Jerry got a call from Randy apologizing for everything that he had said in those uh, various um, promos and interviews, he said, uh, you know, hey, look, um, you know, we're running out of money and, and we're going to probably have to close up shop. You know, and then the idea came about for, for that match to actually take place so we actually uh did get randy savage versus jerry Lawler thing and kind of like a battle of the territories kind of thing so um, so you know um,
0: i just thought it's basically pretty much covered um biography i think we should uh end the show with uh the dark side of the ring then and bookend it, the show like that uh, yeah, we, uh, we can do that for sure. And before we go on, I also have something else for you.
2: I've got new trivia questions. Oh, what are, what are these, uh, and what are these on? I want to know how
0: well you know the NRA family.
2: Uh, I- I actually, I would be very disappointed in myself if I uh, didn't do very well on this quiz because um, I'm pretty comfortable with my knowledge concerning them. So.
0: Okay, well, very good because I've got eight questions about the NOI family and to end the show before, uh, um, before we uh, get into Dark Side of the Ring. Or we can yeah. do it vice versa.
2: No, whatever order you want to go, in, it's fine. Yeah, okay, cool. All right, so...
0: Let's get into this with Monday Night Raw.
2: <laughs> oh, so you, you don't want to finish up with the Randy Savage thing? Oh, are we done? No, we can finish up. No, I was just actually getting started. So... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, um... So so after his uh, territory days going against uh, law were ended, we really got into some dark, dark stuff um, with uh, Randy Savage. You know, this, um, this uh, particular documentary was much darker in tone than, than the previous two. Uh, even though, even though they did touch on some pretty, uh, pretty dark stuff with, um, with paper, but they, in my opinion, they didn't really, um, they didn't really paint Savage in the best light here. Um, they, oh. they were saying that, um, uh, that um, you know, he was very overprotective of Liz, and it kind of made him made him sound like he was abusive, whether kind of. Um, and uh, it, it wasn't just part of the character. They also, um, I was I was incredibly surprised that th- that they included Gorgeous George in this. Um in this situation because um, he was uh, um, he was dating her after he had broken it off with with Liz and um, and Bellers was talking about his ecstasy use and how they met in strip club and then you know they partied and did all kinds of you know steroids and drugs and shit well I'm, I'm surprised that uh, that um, WWE allowed that because they're the ones that are spearheading um, this series. So I'm I'm very um, t- kinda taken aback. Take, take it, take it oh yeah, um
0: going back to what you were saying about the yeah, that 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 was um, that was him. That wasn't just part of his character, like the way he was all protective of
2: Elizabeth. That was uh, that was him. Yeah. Well, you know, oh. uh, I I mean, I mean, obviously, I w- I wouldn't have taken it as far as mm-hmm. he did, maybe. But um, well, I know I wouldn't. But uh, you know, she was. Uh, she was exceptional and for that time period um, I think I think she would have gotten potentially into even more trouble uh, it, you know if um, if someone wasn't around to protect her but uh, you know his paranoia was really highlighted when uh, Hogan was talking about it because, mm-hmm. um, Apparently he he didn't even know that um, Elizabeth was in was in the hotel uh, hanging out with his wife at the time, and and um, he didn't really think anything of it. But apparently he she was hiding in the hotel and using like his life as an excuse to get away from Randy, and that um, that caused a rift between. Uh, Randy and Hogan for like 10 years because Randy thought he was doing something with her. See, I I didn't
0: know about all that until I watched uh, Dark Side of the Rings. They really went into that into uh, that um, that part of the story.
2: Yeah, and you know, and and they really um, uh, and they really focused on that part of the story and uh, in this, for instance, um, and then uh, and I also I also have to point out the um, it was it was the one part that I that I hated was um, the involvement of Bubble of the Love Sponge
0: Ugh. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. It, it was just like. What the fuck does he have to do with anything? It's mm-hmm. Like, you know, shuts the fuck up. You know, him and uh, him and Hogan aren't friends since since uh, Bubba the Love Sponge has him on on camera with his own wife. What? What? What, what is going on? <laughs> but, but no, like, like the fact that he was on that is ridiculous because. That's why the whole N-word controversy um, came up, and that's why Hogan was originally removed from the Hall of Fame, and and his his uh,
0: reason for that was ridiculous. Did, did you see? Did you hear hear what his uh his explanation was?
2: Hogan's or sponges? Hogan for using the word. Uh, because because that's. Like, that's how he grew up in Tampa. Yeah, no. <laughs> no no one did that growing up in
0: Tampa. I never yeah. heard about anything like that, no. I don't believe that.
2: No, I don't either, but in <laughs> fact, one, Bubba, Bubba and uh, Hogan are clearly no longer friends, so why is Bubba even involved? And two, that question also has to be asked from from wwe's perspective because um you know why the fuck would they rehash that because obviously most people are going to know that it was Bubba, you know recording hogan having sex with his wife that led to that whole controversy in the first place and when i say his wife i'm not saying hogan was on tape having sex with his own wife he was on tape having sex with, with you know with but with the love sponge's life, so I, I, I take <laughs> What is going on right I don't, now? I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. Um, and then um, and then of course they had uh, um the whole thing with Elizabeth and Lex Luger, and mm-hmm. God, if I have to hear anything more about that. I've heard so much about that over the last, you know, over the last, you know, years, and you know, it was interesting because the, because the, um, the documentary aired on the second, which was one day, um, uh which was one day behind or one day, um, ahead of the, um like, the anniversary of Elizabeth's accident, so, which caused let,
0: her let, death. Let me, let me ask you. Do you, do you think uh, Lex was responsible? Or... No.
2: Okay,
0: no, I and, I, and I'll tell you why, because I have a friend who's, like, super angry every time she hears this. She, like, gets mad. She hates Lex Luger. She says he was responsible. I'm like,
2: Oh my God! Well, let he, it go. He might. I mean, he might. They might have been doing drugs together, but that doesn't mean that he was that he was responsible um, for it. I I don't. I wouldn't go as far as to say that he was responsible
0: for it. And I'm saying like every time she hears like like Tuger's name, oh boy, she just she gets she gets smashed Like. He's responsible.
2: He did it. Elizabeth would be alive right now. I'm like, okay, <laughs> easy there. <laughs> yeah, we we might be getting a little too hot for the sensors here, right? So, yeah, um, yeah. but I mean, over overall, it was it was a very interesting uh, document documentary. Uh, not not a lot of stuff that I didn't know about outside of the early coverage. Like, I didn't know about his baseball career or anything like that. So,
0: yeah, I will see y'all now because I told you I used to have a stack of wrestling magazines going all the way back to 1986. You lucky bitch. I know, right? And, uh, And where are they now? Do you know where they are? No. Neither do I. Because apparently they got thrown out.
2: Who who would be stupid enough to throw out your uh, magazines?
0: My
2: mom. (laughs) No, I know. Even my brother yelled at her.
0: What the fuck?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Now, now, see, now I gotta have a conversation with your brother because he pulled you out of WrestleMania early. And now I gotta have a problem with your mother, although your mother scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
0: about as much as I scare you, away with with uh, that time I yelled
2: all the way downstairs. Well, yeah, because the, the last t- the last time you might you might you might not even know about this, but see the last time you had to step aside off camera for an extended period of time to talk to your niece. She... Uh I was I wasn't even paying attention to the camera because I was like listening to music, waiting for you. And all this, like, she didn't say anything. I don't know if she saw me or whatever. But all of a sudden, it, you know, there's your mom standing in the middle of the camera, and it's like, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, I wasn't anticipating it. I damn near shit myself. <laughs> Cause I, I, oh, that was
0: awesome! That's awesome.
2: Because oh, I, <laughs> I I have a um, I'm very well known for having a startle reflex. So number one, I, <laughs> number one, I almost shattered my kneecap, and number two, I almost shit myself. <laughs> That's so great! Wow. And then and then when you came back on camera, you, you you told me that your mother, you know. Told you that I was still on the air. It's like, well, well, of course you would know I was still on the air because <laughs> she was, she was, she was staring at me for an untold <laughs> time. Oh, man. that was such great! Wow. And then the, the original time, you know, th- this is before I, you know, met her and figured and figured out that she was very, very nice. With my first experience with your mother was, she was she was yelling at you in a in a foreign language, <laughs> and I felt like an international third wheel. Like maybe I shouldn't be here. <laughs> but um, other than that, but now that we've taken you behind the curtain on the TNC Progression Wrestling Podcast, so yeah,
0: so let me explain. So. I used to have, like, that second wrestling back to 86. There was this one, I can't remember what it was called, Um, but they had an interview with Randy Savage where he did uh, talk about his uh, baseball career. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it's always... The ones that I like the most are are documentaries or interviews where I learn stuff I didn't know. Cause you don't yep. get that, you don't get that a lot, especially having the depth of knowledge um, that we have. Uh, you know, so I always find it much more interesting when I find out stuff I didn't know. So, but. Uh, One thing I wish I didn't know was the sorry state of Monday Night Fucking Raw. Oh, oh. Good lord. But luckily, ladies and gentlemen, for your eardrums and my voice box, it is not my responsibility to review Monday Night Raw this week. And Between you and me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, That might cut down the length of this podcast significantly because if I was responsible for it, I might go on a rant. But (laughs) that's just between you and me. Don't take, don't tell Elio I said that. I'm I'm right here.
0: (laughs) 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 All right, let's get into this Monday Night Raw. Okay, (laughs) so. Let's see what we have here. Monday Night Raw. I'm just gonna, I'm not even gonna, you know what? I'm just gonna do my highlights and low lights because I just can't go through this. I already did it once today. I don't blame you. Go ahead. So far, there are a lot of lowlights. lights. Uh, I've got,
2: you think?
0: AJ Styles and Omos versus the New Day. What the fuck was
2: that? Charlotte,
0: Charlotte Flynn versus Dana Brooke.
2: Well, of course. Anything Dana Brooke is always a little like. Drew
0: Gulag versus Angel Garza. Uh, okay, can we talk about that for a second? Wait a wait, wait, which one? The second the, the, their interaction before the match? <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, yeah. oh, oh right.
2: that was wait, a wait, of... let's talk about the let's talk about the ending of the match, okay? Alright. We witnessed Angel Garza, stick a rose down another man's pants. <laughs> oh no! You know what?
0: Did he did he actually do that? Because I wasn't even. Yes. I, think I, I was on on uh, here doing the other show at, at that time.
2: Yes, a man stuck his hand down another man's <laughs> back. What the fuck? Down another man's backside of his pants and what? stuck a and stuck a rose for writing in his ass
1: crack. I'm done. I'm done. Just... No. No.
2: No. What the hell? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm not laughing at the segment. I'm laughing at Elio's response because... Right along with him, I was very disturbed by this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Let me just, let me move on to my last little light before I oh.
0: Shana Bees are night jacks versus Lana and Naomi. I well,
2: yeah. I don't, I
0: don't is- I, this team. The when, when, this, this is what doesn't work when they just put like two random people together and they, they call them a tag team.
2: Well that that's what they've been doing. Didn't didn't you see um, No, I know, I'm saying I
0: was seeing. I I don't like that. Like when you just put two random people that that, that yeah. I have nothing in common.
2: And and ladies and gentlemen, um, I'll I'll mention it now because it, it bears relevance to what Elliot was talking about. On SmackDown we had Reginald versus uh, Tamina Snuka in a match. Oh fuck! What is Reginald doing in a match with Tamina Snuka? Does Does Reginald have a body part I'm not familiar with? Is Reginald <laughs> a woman? <laughs> I'm
0: now not really
1: sure. I'm there not is really one thing. Sure.
0: There is one thing I need to talk about because I swear. You know what? I'm gonna say right now, Ben. Yeah. You know what? For Kevin Dunn, if he goes, if he goes that way, you can fuck all the way off. Yeah, With this so stupid camera angle bullshit, zooming in and out. Well,
2: well, and, and uh, to your point, um, not only is that a WWE problem, that's an AEW problem, which I cannot wait to discuss. AEW blood and guts. Um, that will be no. I'm the... no, but I'm talking about like zooming in and zooming out and like left and right.
0: It's like stop. Oh, huh.
2: Yeah, it's gonna trigger one of my migraines that I had er- earlier he's... this evening. I told you uh, that last week, um, not this
0: rather this past Monday, but last Monday, I had to like yeah. literally put my arm in front of my face for a second.
2: Well, well, I don't blame you because because <laughs> what I what I do to counteract that. It is. Um, I turn the volume down so I don't have to listen to the, any noise while that's going on because that really triggers it. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. If you go, fuck.
0: if you go all the way, if you go that way, you can fuck all the way
2: off. <laughs> exactly. Jeez. So, I. I love it when I can get you to drop one, F-bomb. I got you to drop at least two so, so far.
0: I'm going to get, you know, my highlights, um, are, they, are there really any highlights here? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I do like Arcade, bro. I like that team. I don't know. I like that.
2: It, it's it's growing on me. But, but, but how dare you? I was so excited to hear your lowlights for this show. And you didn't mention the one thing I wanted you to mention. You I mean Braun Strowman. No, I never. I, there, there's no situation at all under which I want you to mention Braun Strowman. But what was the other low light of the show, Elio? Oh, the Miz. No, no, you
0: fuck. Pay attention. Was the other light of the show? <sighs> because it was announced that Eva
2: Marie is making. Oh her no! Turn. Oh, you know what?
0: No, hold on. You know what? I know you don't like that. That's I light. I'm actually gonna give, gonna give it a chance.
2: What the fuck are you on? I don't I feel,
0: know. I, I no, you know what? I'm not a fan of Eva Marie, but I'm willing to give it a chance. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna it's gonna be the same results, but I wanna see what happens.
2: Oh boy. Lady, ladies and gentlemen, I think my co-host is thinking with the incorrect head.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me move on to my highlights now. Okay, RK Bro, I do like. It. I like arcade Bro.
2: I agree.
0: My other highlights, Alexa Bliss, but we need to see her like back in the ring soon. They can't keep doing this Alexa playground week in and week out.
1: Yeah. There needs and, to be Let me ask you
0: this. How creepy yeah. is Lily? Especially when the camera light like, just like zoomed in right on her face. Uh, <laughs> I'm it, like, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm like, that's just what I need before I go to sleep.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, no. Yeah, yeah, good luck getting some shit after <laughs> yeah. after that.
0: Right. Okay, so um, that concludes Monday Night Raw. That was quick and painless, if you can call it that. Because just uh, talking about Raw is painful.
2: Yeah. Yes, but you did a very good job minimizing my pain. You must. <laughs> you must. You must have given me a, an extra dose of anesthetic.
0: So you know what, now we're gonna switch over because. We'll switch over to AEW. So, Ben, what do you got for AEW?
2: Okay. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week, AEW had its uh, blood and guts offering. Uh, if you'll recall, uh, Elio and I offered our predictions and treated this as a pay per view um, type of show.
0: Oh, yes. Actually, uh, I'm going to. Yep. Go on. I'm following along because I got my nose here.
2: Um, So uh, I would be very interested to look back at uh, Elio's notes and see how he did prediction-wise. Okay. Um, the, f- the first match was honestly very disappointing to me because I was really looking forward to uh, Kenny Omega taking on John Moxley and, Ed- and Eddie Kingston along with uh, his partner, who nobody cares about, that being Michael Nakazawa.
0: And let me ask you a question. What was that ending? That was ridiculous with the Young Bucks coming out. And what was Matt Jackson wearing? What the? <laughs>
2: well, no, he, he, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what he was wearing. He looked like a knockoff Seth Rollins. That's exactly what oh he my looked God. like. And that, that, just, that ending was just terrible. And look, this is why I don't like the Bucks. I, I understand why they're considered one of the best tag teams because they are, you know, one of the most entertaining and their athleticism is out of this world. Yep. But um but number number one, my biggest complaint about the Young Bucks is their inability to sell anything. I don't care what it is. I mean they could jump through, you know. Fifteen layers of bar wire, and, and two minutes later they they're gonna be up doing their next topsy turvy bullshit. Here I can run a motherfucker. Uh, did I make my distaste clear enough? Um, yep. <laughs> but 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 it's just I I will be the first to acknowledge to you that I don't understand the young bucks, and and this. Heel version of them now that now that they have finally committed to actually turning them fully heel after about twenty five different false starts, I am still not a fan. Even though I like them better as heels than faces,
0: and I believe we both we both picked uh, Moxley and uh, Kingston to win.
2: Uh, yeah, we did. Cause we're not stupid.
0: So so that's what so far that's one that we have right. Exactly. Hey, uh,
2: go ahead. Uh, next up was Cody Rhodes and Q T Marshall. Nobody gives a fuck about this match. And you picked Cody, of course. Uh,
0: yeah. But what? Okay. Yeah, go on, go on, because uh, I think uh, I know I, what
2: you're gonna say. I have two problems. Okay. With this, all right? Why, why, why the fuck? Is Marshall hitting Cody with his own finishing maneuver? Literally, okay. QT uh, Marshall hit Cody Rhodes with a crossroads. What the fuck was that? That's one. What's the other one? And in, and number n- number two, um, the the post match situation with Anthony uh uh-uh. Uh. What the hell? I kind of want to see what they do with this guy, Anthony Agogo.
0: Like oh. I wasn't sold on him like uh, the past few weeks, like especially with that ridiculous punch uh, to the uh, to the, the lever. Yeah, but I want to see what they do with this. Uh, so, guy. so
2: um, what was what was the second one that you, that you were gonna point out? Oh
0: no, I was gonna point out the referee. Did you notice how Cody was gonna go was took his belt off. He was gonna go and use it on Marshall. The referee stops him. Yet, Marshall gets a belt of his own and uh, hits Cody right in front of the referee.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the, I did notice that, but I'll tell you what, the, the referees in AEW are some of the most in after referees I've ever seen. But uh, here,
0: Here's another one. Outside the ring, Marshall puts his hands on Arne Anderson. The referees eject Anderson. <laughs> oh, well.
2: Uh, yeah I, I don't there, there's a lot about AEW and their inability to, to um, focus on the small details that uh, just bothers me but, uh, but, but also I,
0: I just have a problem with like why is Cody going uh, facing, facing the boss that's like that's like playing Super Mario Brothers Super Mario Brothers bypassing the Koopas and the Goombas and going straight to Bowser
2: Well, number one, I'm very impressed with your knowledge of uh, Super Mario. Thank you. Um, uh, You're
1: welcome.
2: Thank you very much for that. Um, And now I would like to test your knowledge about Mortal Kombat. And if you know know all about that, then we can definitely be friends. (laughs) Okay. Are you a Mortal
0: Kombat fan? You mean Mortal Kombat with Raiden, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Sonya?
2: Yeah. So, Katana. Well, Katana, but yeah, go on. Um, yeah, I had a m- major crush on Kitana and Sonya Blade. Holy shit! Yep. Pretty um, sure, sure. Well, she can finish me at any point in time. (laughs) I I don't give a... Either one of them can finish me at any point in time. I don't give a (laughs) fuck.
0: That was great. Wow. Um, Yes,
2: please. (laughs) Can I have another? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you very much for that. Um, actually, no, um, I'm sure you knew this, but uh, have you seen uh, Billy Madison? Yep. Okay. Well, the um, the girl that played um, um, Sonya Blade in the 95 version mm-hmm. of uh, Mortal Kombat also was Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you something uh, I agree with Adam uh, Veronica Bond is indeed so very hot I agree so, so uh, uh, okay side note
0: Did you you saw the 95 of course you saw that one
2: I saw what? the
0: 95 version of Mortal Kombat
2: yes of course what would you think? it's a cult classic for a reason but look, like when I when I was seven years old when it came out, I loved that thing. Uh, I love the music. Know, the yeah. music in there was cool. Yep, yep. And and looking back at it now, it's like lame, but it's such a cult, it's such a cult classic that it's still good. I still have to watch uh, the new one. Yeah, so do I. All right. So, um, what else are we what
0: we we have next? Uh, we have Kobe we had um, Kobe and um Marshall. Okay.
2: Uh, okay, and then after this segment, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page end up jumping staying in Darby Allen, and Ethan Page throws Darby Allen down the concrete steps.
0: You know what? I was fine with this segment. When I'm not fine with is, fucking um, Darby Allen's gonna kill himself one day, one of these days, with that coffin drop. I mean. How crazy uh, is that? Climbing up that uh, scaffolding or whatever, and then yeah. a coffin drop. Out I mean, to the... I mean,
2: he's not gonna have a long career, I can tell you he that. Is... Not, uh, but yeah. I mean, s- throwing yourself down concrete stairs—holy fuck! The the, the man just scares me when he does stuff like that. It's like
0: you're you're gonna your career's gonna be over early if you keep going
2: this way. Okay, and then but here's a here's a low light, right? So remember how. Uh, remember how Brett Baker had a mystery opponent and he didn't? Uh, well, obviously we didn't know who it was. Yep. Um, and then it ended up being Julia Hart. And who the fuck is Julia Hart, first of all? Um, and and so the match ended up being a meaningless squash. And I'm like, well, why did you build that up for fuck's sake? And then um, next up we had uh, a very predictable. Um, situation because it was a four-way uh, tag match featuring Jurassic Express versus Varsity Blondes versus SCU versus e lane Now, for those of you that have not been paying attention, um, SCU has been on this streak of wins because <coughs> they say the next time they lose, they're going to break up as a tag team. So, obviously... I really hate this uh, stipulation. I, I do, too. Because it's... See the, the, the only time I remember this stipulation being successful was when it happened with Ric Flair. Um, in his build-up to uh, WrestleMania 24. Oh, with uh, Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. And, um... But... As much as I like SCU, they are not Ric Flair. They are not legendary to the degree where it's going to be a big deal when they break up. I'm sorry. No, see,
0: I I hate this situation because now you know that anytime they're in a match, you know they're going to win.
2: Yeah, but but see, but this was a number one contenders match for. The um for the AEW tag team titles. And you really think they're going to make them win next week? No. So, so are they are they done next week? Because to, to me, it's very obvious that the Young um, Bucks are not going to lose those championships.
0: So I don't know. Um, who are you picking this? Uh, well, no, wait, we can't. We we had to go with SCU, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, so, we, we, we we couldn't pick anyone in the Brit Baker, but we already knew whoever she was going to face uh, would win
2: that she would win. Yeah, so we're three out of three. So, um, and then uh, we get the main event, which was the um the blood and Sorry, match. we're four,
0: we four, four and four because we just did that a uh, tag team one.
2: Yeah, four or four. And we scored the clean sleeve, ladies and gentlemen, because uh Pinnacle defeated Inner Circle in the uh blood and guts match. It was, let's cut some bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. This wasn't blood and guts, this was war games and everybody knew it. Yeah. Okay? This is uh,
0: now that's the first bit of bullshit. Now go on see guy know you wanna go out. out,
2: out. About the camera, go on. Uh huh. Okay, that's my first point. But I, I have, I have one, uh, one other one that I want to mention after, after oh, okay. this. Uh, as, as, just kind of an aside. But the, the major point that has to be brought up. Uh, and Elio and I are, on, are in the same boat on this one. What the fuck was that? yeah oh, that was bad. Now, before before, you know, these, these internet nerds, uh, you know, jump out, jump out of their chairs and, and reach for the screen and strangle us, listen to me right now, okay? Because the majority of, of the match prior to this was very, very good. But listen to me. That ending was horrific because not because Jericho got thrown off the cage. That was a very cool visual um, and it was the right call for MJF to be the one to do that. Mm-hmm. And no, motherfucker, because, just because I didn't like this ending doesn't mean I wanted Jericho to fall on concrete at 50 years old and, and pull a Darby Allen and really hurt himself that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when Chris Jericho landed, you could see clear as day, clear as I'm looking at Elio's black rim glasses right now in, in the camera, that he, that Jericho m- might as well have landed on a tempur mattress. Because That was the softest staging I've ever seen in my life, and and they didn't even cut away from it to try to hide it. Yeah, they had the flimsy cardboard uh, staging. Did you you also notice the little things? Yeah, I noticed several little things. Yeah, like uh, yeah. uh, What else did you notice there? Um, Well. Uh, one was um, the the camera cuts were driving me insane uh, throughout this entire match. Okay. It was it was it was bad. Uh, number two, you could see them talking to each other way too much. Yep. Uh, communicating throughout this whole thing, and and my biggest problem with the ending is that it it. it Obviously I'm very happy that Jerry didn't get hurt or whatever. But it it really hurt the integrity of a mat of the match. But
0: did, did, did you notice how like, when he landed his eyes were closed? But for me like he kinda like opened him looking around, like should I keep should I still keep my eyes closed?
1: Yeah, I mean
0: just... <laughs> what are you doing? You just, just landed, you just got thrown off of a cage. You're supposed to be like dead, <laughs> and you're like opening your eyes, looking around.
2: Yeah, I did. You know, so a lot of this was very, very good, but uh, the the ending just uh, took me out of it. To um, like I I, I, I like the match. I yeah. And the,
0: and the, did you notice? Um, and uh, we touched on this uh, on a past episode uh, with the white makeup that uh, Santana Ortiz had, the guy from the Dead Presence movie. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No, I thought this was a good match. I just didn't like the ending.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hated it.
0: All right, so uh, we, we, we scored an A on this episode of
2: AEW. Yeah, I think um, I think that this was the best we've ever done on a prediction show. All
0: right, so um, now we move on to. Uh, um, you know what? Oh, and, I, I'm gonna...
2: before, we, before we move on, I have to ask you. Um, so, you know, WrestleMania Backlash is next Sunday. My mom's so,
0: birthday. I, I I even said, "How dare they?" I thought they. I think they should move it the day before. She's like, "Oh, but that's your cousin's birthday." I'm like, "I don't care. They don't remember my birthday."
2: <laughs> so anyway, um, good point though. Um, do you want to do the show on Friday so you have more time to to edit it and then put it up, or do you, or do you want to do the show? Yeah, no, we can do it on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, was, so you
0: know what? I'm gonna give your voice a rest. I'm gonna do NXT and NXT UK back to back, and I'll uh, put them together. Okay. So we are going to get into NXT UK, and let me
2: grab the results here. And then while you while you're doing that, I'm just gonna uh, grab a um, drink out of my fridge over here on the side. Right. I'll be right back.
0: Very good. All right, so let me pull up the results for NXT UK. And of course, NXT UK took place from the BT Studios on May the 6th. Uh, it's such an odd time to, like, sit down and watch wrestling. You know, like, at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, only because it's 8 p.m. in the UK. So, here we go with NXT UK in our opening match. We had... Ilya Dragunov defeating Dave Master. They gave this match a minute and 37 seconds. Following that, we had Trent Seven, one half of Mustache Mountain, defeating Saxon Huxley, who I'm a fan of because uh, he's got that Bruiser type look and I really enjoy his work in the ring. They gave this one six minutes and three seconds. And in the main event... We had former tag team partners squaring off. It was Kenny Williams defeating Amir Jordan in 13 minutes and 52 seconds to win the Loser Leaves NXT UK match. Just no disqualification match.
2: So Ben. So I'm sorry. I'm, I just I was just, just, just back on.
0: I was just going over the NXT UK. They had three matches on here. That yeah, Ilya Dragunov defeating Dave Mastov. I love Ilya Dragunov. My God, that that guy. Okay, when he first showed up, I, we weren't sure about him. Okay, but um, I was like, what's with the red eyes? Right? Like, he, but he has like cool look. Wow. Yeah, um, I mean,
2: after his match with Walter, I mean, holy I Holy jeez, that
0: so, match! I was so <laughs> absolutely. I was in pain after that match. <laughs> Oh my God! They slapped the crap out of each other. Jeez. Oh Jesus!
2: No, they weren't slap. They weren't fan They were chopping wood with
0: those. Oh motherfuckers. God! I, I was holding my, uh, I was my chest throughout the whole match.
2: They were. I, they were. I mean, at that point, I would rather get hit with a pickaxe in the chest. By That's the too. end, I was in pain. <laughs> Jesus. So, so was I. Sympathy, pain for both of those bastards. Well done. <laughs> Okay, uh, and then
0: I and then, um, we had Trent seven fifteen Saxon Huxley, who I really like. He's got that Bruce Brody look to
2: him. I've never seen Saxon Huxley, I'll have to take it. Oh, one.
0: okay. Um, next time you watch UK, um, uh, so you don't know what he looks like, no? Oh, okay. On the fly research, ladies and gentlemen, only here. So let's go, let's see what we have here. Saxon Huxley. You You obviously know what Bruce and Bruce looks like, right?
2: Oh, of course.
0: All right, so hold on. So, okay, I'll check your messenger right about now, Okay.
2: all right hang on oh here it here it comes all right let me um, on the fly i mean i feel like we gotta have like rock music segments in the middle of these you know yeah, while, right. our, while the fucking technology
0: Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He definitely yeah, looks see, like
2: he, Bruce, yep. like Bruiser yeah, yep. Absolutely.
0: He's got a good look to him. And uh, in the main event, um, you've seen these two. I don't know if you've seen these two, Kenny Williams and Mir Jordan. No. Okay. I'll, I'll, that one. I'll send you off air uh, at the end of the show. But um, so these are two former uh tag team partners now and now rivals so kenny williams defeated amir jordan in a loser leaves nxt uk no disqualification match
1: right
0: all right so that was um nxt uk i thought i'd get that one out of the way first since it's the easiest show they only have you know what. Yeah, I I love NXT UK, but I hate NXT UK, and I'll tell you why. Why is that? They only I love it because it's one hour, and but I hate it because they only have three matches and a whole bunch of segments. They can cut out a lot of segments. They can have more matches. They even get fit a lot into an hour.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know yeah. that's
0: what I hate. Like Impact, Impact used to be like one hour when it first started, and they would. I found that they fit a lot into the hour.
2: Exactly.
0: So okay, now we're gonna move on to NXT regular, and in the opening match we had. Now, Ben, you said you saw this uh, show. Yes. So, we had a street fight with Isaiah Swerve's God-feeling Leon Ruff. Would you think of this one? I
2: thought it was fantastic. Those those dudes have such good chemistry with each other.
0: Okay, so out of uh, five stars, what would you give this one?
2: I would have given it four. I thought it was very good. Okay. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, I'm there. I I enjoyed it. Uh, Okay, then we had Cameron Grimes.
2: Defeating Asher Hale. Now yeah. Ben, <laughs> these uh these um enhancement matches on NXT are getting very old. Now I okay indie spotlight
0: because I'm looking this guy up right now. So basically on on uh, his um resume he's got CZW evolve <laughs> uh, NXT Omega in progress.
2: Okay, so he's been around.
0: Yeah, just like I really don't like when they just like have someone like Cameron Graham's or like another NXT Superstar. They just throw some random guy out there that we've never seen before.
2: Well, yeah, that's what that's why I said I really think that these, yeah. Enha- yeah. these enhancement matches on uh, NXT are getting a little old.
0: In the third match, we had the team of Timothy. I always want to say (laughs) Timothy, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa defeating the Grizzled Veterans. I really hate the way they're booking them. Oh oh my god,
2: I couldn't. I couldn't stand this. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me be very, very clear. I I really like Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Timothy Thatcher. I do. I think they're great, but the fact is, they're not a real tag team. The real tag team is the the Young Veterans. On top of that, the Grizzles Young Veterans are an amazing, amazing tag team.
0: Yes, they are. Uh, and, uh, they, they are one team that uh, came over from NXT UK, so if you, if you whenever you get time, I, if you want to check out some of their stuff on NXT UK, they were pretty
2: good. Absolutely. Well, even though I'm not, I confess I'm not overly familiar with the history of NXT UK, um, I have seen plenty of them in the regular NXT. Uh, certainly enough to see how awesome they are. And um, you know, I was very pissed off when they when they did not win the uh, the second Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic. Yep. Because they came so close to winning the first one. And obviously, that uh, the winners of the second one were MSK, and I understood it. You know, you know, MSK is the you know the hot new tag team. You know that they, they look like wannabe Afrikaanme and Fitch models, although I don't think they're that you know attractive. But nonetheless, I understand why um, why they're being booked that way. But at the same time. Why can't Grizzle Young Veterans just have an amazing run on NXT US? Like, I don't understand it.
0: Then in the next match, we had Saray. Now, Ben, I have a Okay, Saray, first of all, defeating Zeta Ramirez. Okay, now I have a question. Why yeah. is it that all these women have names? We have the Warrior of the Sun, then we have Io Shirai, the Genius of the Sky, Oscar's the Empress of Tomorrow. <laughs> Well, you know, they're... no, I mean, I mean it's, it's pretty, it's kind of cool. I'm, just, I'm, saying, have you noticed how they all have names?
2: Um, absolutely.
0: All right, so uh, Zeta Ramirez, what do you think of this one?
2: Um, she was, she was the one that I wasn't she the one that beat uh, Tony Storm, like uh, Tony Storm, because yes, of uh, because um, of interference
0: from. Zoe Stark from my Zoe Stark.
2: Why is she <laughs> okay, okay? Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I think I know. I think I know the answer. But just for your entertainment and mine, Elio, let's yes, have a little sidebar. All right. Why is she your
0: Zoe Stark? Yeah, she reminds me of my ex.
2: Oh well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. you consider that a positive? That's a little scary.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just a fan of very Stark. I, I didn't try enjoy watching the ring. Um, but Zeta Ramirez, I have information on Zeta Ramirez because I didn't, actually didn't look her up uh, last week.
2: a uh, second edition of Thought away. That's so a rarity. She
0: has, on her, on her resume, she has Shimmer and Impact. Slash, uh, uh, reality of wrestling, which is Booker T's, uh, uh company.
2: All right. Well, that, that explains it. So
0: she had uh, one, um, she had one match. It was uh, actually it was a four-way match on uh, in 2019, Tessa Blanchard defeating Akka, which is uh, Zayda Amir, Haiyan, and Su Oh, okay. Yep. So there we go. That's the background on uh, the theater Mirror. <clears throat> All right. Then we have LA Knight defeating Jake Atlas.
2: I, de- you know, I'm not sold on Jake Atlas. I, I, I really, um, I really don't see anything sp- like s- special.
0: You know what? I really don't, see- yeah, I I just don't see what Jake Atlas, I mean, I don't. I don't know, and you know what? I'm curious of this guy because I've never even looked up uh, where he's been, actually. So I'm, this is just for my own. Because so I'm I'm curious now where exactly he's been. Because really, he has WWE on his uh in his background. He's actually had a whole lot of WWE. Mainly on uh 205
2: live. And who, I'm sorry, who has a lot of WWE?
0: Jake Atlas. Oh, okay, cool. He he's had a lot of matches on uh 205 live.
2: Yeah, well, right. that's interesting. I, I mean, I wouldn't know that because I never watched 205 live. Well, I don't think
0: anyone did, but
2: if you did, good for you. <laughs> Yeah, you have more time in your schedule than I do.
0: <laughs> I don't have that kind of time to sit down and watch 205 Live. <laughs> okay, and that brings us to our main event, the street fight for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Shotzi, Blackheart, and Ember Moon losing to Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. We have new champions, Ben. Uh, I don't like
2: this. I, do you, I just... you
0: don't like the new champions? Oh, come on, Index.
2: Index, okay. So Dexter Lewis couldn't manage I, them. I, I know, I know. <laughs> and the, the backstage—that's a ridiculous image. name. I'm sorry, Index. And, well, yes, it is. And the backstage segment of of Dexter Lewis staring at Indy Hartwell through the, you know, through the slats of the um of the uh, what do you call those things? Uh, uh fuck. Uh, no, the um the shades are uh, what do you call the shades on windows? Yeah, yeah the shade, the blinds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. I I knew it started with a B. I'm like, what what word am I looking for? <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, yeah. So time to focus. Well, apparently, uh, in in the Hartwell was able to use texture limits says. Her inspiration, I suppose.
0: I still don't get where I still don't understand where they're going with this whole uh, yeah, Inhumans no, like, thing.
2: No, I don't, I don't either. This just
0: a- like a, a like a side story, or are they actually like running with uh, an actual story here.
2: Well, I think they're going to run with an actual story if they've taken it this far. <laughs> but I don't
0: understand. Okay, whatever. Sure, why not? You know what? I'm going to
2: hand it over to my co-host for SmackDown. Ben, go ahead. Well, um, usually uh, that that is somewhat of a painful process. Not nearly as painful as uh, uh, Monday Night Raw, I assure you. Um, but um, I, w- I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I was a little bit confused. Okay. okay. Be- because About- well, because of the overriding theme throughout throughout the show. Now, the the opening of the show, um, aside from aside from me having to suffer through a CGI fist, uh, which pissed me off instantly, uh, this was uh, this was a throwback um, edition of SmackDown because um, Fox has a uh, Retro NASCAR event taking hold place on, this on, weekend.
0: On. You don't like the opening to
2: SmackDown? N- n- no, I know. I hated the fact that they used a the CGI fist. You know, oh, you know it's
0: the one that
2: used in 2006. Yeah, yeah. The old, you know the old set piece. Yeah. Line, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you never liked were, that one. No, I no, I love that one. But the, the thing is, people are like, "Oh, why didn't you use the fist. Why didn't you use the fist." Quite frankly, I don't care about aesthetics. I just want a good fucking show, which they don't really deliver on most of the time. But you know, but it, it's okay if you don't have the fist, but don't have don't have a CGI fist. I thought that was just lame. Yeah, I get
0: that. Yeah. Um, but that that intro, I love that intro. Oh, I was back in nineteen eighty-five with the yeah.
1: whole uh, World oh, of
0: entertainment—the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Well, uh, yeah,
2: and, and trust me, a lot of the uh, aesthetic elements I actually quite enjoyed. Um, to um, to Leo's plant. we had we had um, we had them rocking the retro SmackDown jackets. Um, you know, Pat McAfee had the old Vince McMahon power jacket on, and yep. uh, Michael Cole had the retro jean jacket shirt combo. Yup. Uh, and we also got um, we also got an ice cream bar uh, commercial featuring Jim Duggan. Um, we got we
0: got Lord Alfred Hayes promotional consideration paid for by the following. <laughs>
2: uh, still, still, you doing pretty goddamn good, Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> and, and, ladies and gentlemen, if that's your first time hearing Elio impersonate uh, Lord Alfred Hayes. You need to go back and watch more of this fucking show, um, or I should say listen because it's an audio podcast. Well, uh,
0: okay. So what do you got for highlights and lowlights?
2: Well, the the highlights are are the are the very beginning because um, you that promo. Yeah, when 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 I, okay. when um Hayman was doing the the, oh. gender, the, the <laughs> I was the, laughing when he was, he was like, like, "You said your thing. Ding, <laughs> ding."
0: Yeah, well, you know you know what? Well, Did you notice this Roman Reigns was trying not to laugh? Oh, and he was not successful. <laughs> he was trying the whole him in. He, he he was he cracked so hard. <laughs>
2: Um, I'm like, he I, then, he yeah, wants I to so bad. So, well, yeah. He, well, I don't blame him at all. But, um, but the the thing that I didn't like, even though I like the fact that um, Jim, that Jimmy Uso was back. So, um, it kind of the thing I don't like about that now. Is it kind of takes attention off of Cesaro's uh, first ever uh, championship match because the more interesting storyline is well, where does Jenny's Allegiance lie? Mm-hmm. You know, because throughout the show, they were playing up that he doesn't know which direction he's going to go in when um, Roman Reigns was proclaiming that. Um, you know, Jimmy was definitely gonna um, fall in line behind the tribal chief. Well, apparently, uh, Roman Reigns saw it a little bit too fast on that one. Ben, don't yeah. you
0: know Jimmy's not gonna be anybody's little bitch? Uh, I know the the favorite only a little bitch
2: bat- would say that. Yes, well, <laughs> well we gotta talk to we gotta talk to Jay and Jimmy on that one, um, <laughs> especially Jay. I don't um, think we're gonna
0: start to start beating the crap out of each other when they're arguing in the hall, in the, the hallway during the show.
2: Um, they didn't start beating beating each other up, but they almost came to blows.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I thought they were going to actually like do that.
2: Oh, oh, I'm i, I misheard you. I thought yeah. they said they beat. Okay. Um, and then so both of the. Uh, Uso's a ringside for Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. And um, at first uh, they weren't getting in Rollins' way, but then Rollins started putting, um, putting his hands on uh, Jay, and Jimmy came to his defense. And then post-break, Rollins goes and finds Roman and asks, um, and asks who he should be mad at and who's going to be dealing with the situation. Um and then we, we get more classic SmackDown moments. Carm the 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 uh, the women's division matches are really pissing me off. Carmella beats Ruby Riot, which really fucking Whoa. me.
0: Whoa. That was bad. Come on, what are they doing to Ruby
2: Riot? Uh, well, apparently they're doing absolutely nothing, and that is. That's akin, terrible. That is akin to a criminal act, ladies and gentlemen, because Ruby Ryan is too goddamn good to be suffering through this bullshit. Um, we get Dominic Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, Dominic gets the win over uh, over Dolph. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, because um. Now it is going to be uh, the Mysterios against. Um, against uh, Oh, who are the tag team champions right there here? The dogs. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. So now. Don't be like Megan Cole, the top dogs. And then a dog goes
0: and corrects him. Like, oh, oh. Cool. oh, fuck off.
2: Um, so now, hopefully, hopefully the Mysterios can take, um, can take the belt off their dirty dogs. That is my personal hope. And then Tamina versus Reginald. What the fuck? I like this match. Bullshit. Bullshit you like this match, you ignorant fuck. What? I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. I was
0: highly entertained. What? Stop yes. it. Stop
2: it! Just stop. What? I'm gonna have to start questioning your sanity here in a minute. That, <laughs> no, this is crap. This is stupid. Thank you, thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. You really, you really scared me there. Um, <laughs> And then the main event was useless because it was a six-man tag between Alpha Academy and King Sorry, Corbin. Six men or ten?
0: Because I, I got ten men here. Okay, well, ten men. It still sucked. I, 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 yeah. I, the only thing I liked was backstage where they had like the heels in one set. Then they went to the faces for their thoughts.
2: Yeah, well, at the end of the situation, Baron Corbin pinned Shinsuke Nakamura, which Samuel gave me a heart attack. And uh, I was, why Why is Baron uh, Corbin
0: pinned Shinsuke Nakamura? I
2: don't know. I
0: get that he's supposed to, he's at the point where he's putting others over, but, but don't have Baron Corbin pin him. Um,
2: well, preach into the choir there, brother, because I um I would not have done that myself. No, hold on, hold on. What about that, that one segment, the Bailey segment? That was
0: entertaining. I like, enjoyed that. I love that. That was Yeah. So did I. All right, so uh, is there anything else, or is that it for SmackDown? No, that's good. All right, so um, say we get into the movie in point
2: yeah absolutely um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen you'll be happy to realize that I came much better prepared because I actually watched one of these movies and I can talk about it
0: alright so let's see what, or what what we have on the list this week so I'm just grabbing notes here first of all Okay, so we usually, I think I'm going to go over a couple that I actually saw just um, just like past few days. I'm just going to go over them, then we're going to cover them like, you know, later in a future episode. Cool. So the first one I have on the list, well, because I tape a lot of movies off of Turner. Yeah. So I taped, uh, there, there were like three kind of, three concert movies. There was one called Elvis the Way It Is. Hard Days Night and ABBA the movie.
2: Which one did you like the best?
0: Um, I'm wearing. I'm a huge Elvis fan, so I I like the the way. Okay. It is.
1: Yeah, uh, hard Days
0: Night I, It's the Beatles, you know. You got to be in the mood for the Beatles, and uh, ABBA. Well, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. You got to be in the mood for ABBA.
2: I'm not really familiar with ABBA. I mean, I've heard of them, but I'm much more familiar with the other two.
0: Then, just yesterday, I watched Cape Fear.
2: <laughs> well, that, that's, a, that, that's a nice step up. I watched the, the original. I, I,
0: I was getting frustrated because I couldn't find the original, so, but I found the remake with Robert De Niro. Yeah. So I just, I'm like, uh, fine, I'm just going uh, to get this one. And then uh, yesterday I found the original, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm happy. Now I have both, like watch both. Cool. Which, by the way, is where they got the idea for Wayland Mercy and Bray Wyatt.
2: Wrestling tie-in. Everything relates to wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, just like we said along last week's show. Then, the, then a couple of days,
0: um, um, like I think it was on Wednesday, I was watching The Godfather Part Two.
2: Oh my God, I love that movie. <laughs> God, I love that movie.
0: That's like, that's a three hour we had to watch it on 1.5 speed.
2: Why is that?
0: Oh, because it was like three hours. Like, man, by the time I finish, it's going to be dinner because I was watching it at like three o'clock in the afternoon.
2: So go back and watch it later. What the fuck? <laughs> this you is know, true. You one don't. I, you don't watch a classic like on one point five speed, motherfucker. What the fuck?
0: Let me tell you. One day I might call on you for a favor. That might not be today. It might not be next week. But when I do,
2: that's the original. You, you idiot, now part two. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I know. I, I
0: I did the original for part two. All right. Then uh, this one, I'm very upset, Ben.
2: Oh, God. Batten down the hatches.
0: Now, you, now look. You were born in 1988. Yes. Right? In 1989. Now, I, I want to know if you've ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure.
2: Uh, Yeah, I have.
0: Now, in 1989, Bill and Ted's Sex and Adventure was released. I was 15 years old. We, we couldn't, my brothers and I couldn't wait for this movie to come out because we ran out to the store, we rented it, we brought it home, we watched it, and it was a fun movie. Then they made part two, which was yes. not bad, but it wasn't good, but it wasn't great.
2: Right. No sequels aren't great. I
0: watched Bill and Ted's Part 3 face to music.
2: I haven't seen it. I, I, oh. I, never, I never saw 2 or 3, Was but 3 sounded like it was horrible, oh, was it? Fuck.
0: Okay, here's a basic plot for Part 3. Bill and Ted have to travel into the future to write a song that's gonna save the entire world. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's so, the story.
2: They, they travel
0: to the future because
2: they have their ads to write a song to save the world. Sounds like it sounds like a musical version of Back to the Future Part 2. It is,
0: oh. The, the bad acting, it's just, it was terrible. I don't know why they made this. Uh, obviously, whoever came up with this idea didn't bother watching the first two. Because this sucked.
2: <laughs> well, it sounds like it sucked, for sure.
0: Now we need to our five. First, well, well, actually six, because I added one to this. No, I added, yeah, well, no, I added two, because... um Because uh, we took out, uh, I believe we took out a few of the Christmas ones. Yeah. All right, so the first one I have on the list is Circus of Horrors. Uh, This one I wasn't sure what to think about. This is a UK uh, movie. Came out in 1960. I always heard about it, but I never saw it. Right. And I wasn't sure what to think about it. So I'm like, you know what? I found it on 2 and I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna hate it, but I'm gonna watch it. said right. I don't watch it. I actually like this one. This was pretty good. It was, It's a horror movie about this doctor who lost his practice, so he decides to move to another state and um, he will be, he inherits a circus and he uses that as his uh, backstory to, um, to Commit Murder, which um, involves uh, some of uh, the performers in, the, in his circus act.
2: Yeah. So
0: this one, um, yeah, this one uh, is uh, worth checking out because I really enjoyed it.
2: Okay, I'll have to keep
0: that in mind. So this one's on Tubi. You can watch it.
2: Yeah, I uh, I actually have that one. I uh, I watched um, the whole nine yards on TV a few weeks ago with Bruce Willis.
0: Yep, yep. and uh, Matthew Perry, I believe.
2: Y- yes, exactly.
0: Ah, I was right. I just pulled out of thin air.
2: Well, aren't you special? All right, <laughs> next movie we have. You, you, you didn't see this, but I, I took my hand over the screen and was pretending like I was putting your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It, okay, gets, <laughs> it gets weird on Saturday nights. <laughs> 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 no, the
0: um, the second movie I have on this is a James Bond movie, Doctor No with Sean Connery. Oh, I oh. like this movie. I had never seen this movie. because I've never been a James Bond fan. So I wasn't sure where to begin. So you know what I'm like? <sighs> now you, of course, you know, Lord of the Rings
2: has Christopher Lee in it, right? As uh, yeah. Sauron. Oh, yeah. But, 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 ladies and gentlemen, I just now noticed this. I can't believe it took me this long. I just now noticed that Elio was fucking with the control panel and has me down as a flying Ben Pierce. Well, that fits because I'm going to review the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring later on, but well played, sir. Well played, but but go ahead. So we we
0: know Christopher Lee from Lord of the Rings as
2: uh, Sauron, or I believe that's his name, right? Yeah. Sauron. Yeah. uh, No, I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's the big guy. Uh... Uh, Christopher
0: Lee
2: plays Saruman Oh okay, I knew he was one of the S's Yeah S-A-R-U-M-A-N Come on Get your shit together on your Lord of the Rings knowledge motherfucker Alright anyhow Okay that's a, that's a That's a bigger problem Than you being a fan of the fucking Iconics If you don't know Lord of the Rings I can't help you <laughs> I haven't seen it in forever. Okay, so
0: there.
2: Yeah. All right, <laughs> so well, see, but, 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 see, but now I have to, <laughs> aneurysm. I'm on the air because we're reviewing all these old movies, most of which these poor people listening to us have never heard of, and yet you, 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 are messing up classics such as One of the Rings. Okay, new plan, <laughs> new plan, ladies and gentlemen. I am. Commandeering Elio Canella's creative control over next week's uh, edition of Elio's movie Emporium, we are going to review the entire Lord of the Rings series. Are we? Next week on the PNC Progression Wrestling podcast. And if you don't like it, you can go fly a fucking kite, you. Get your knowledge right, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> well, that being
0: said, I saw, sat down and watched The Man with the Golden Gun.
2: Uh, and how was that?
0: And that was my the first famous Bond movie I, I saw. So I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed this one. I'm going to check off some other ones. So I decided to watch Dr. Note. This one was uh, another one of my favorites now.
2: Yeah, Sean Connery was good. He retired from acting after League of the Extraordinary Gentlemen because the movie sucked. But um, yeah, he was he was always a very good and actor. And I'm
0: going to throw it over to Ben for his movie, The Magnificent Seven.
2: Yes. So, um... I couldn't find the original, but I did find um, the remake of, um, of that, which was released in uh, 2016. And uh, if I could just pull up my trusty Wikipedia uh, sidebar, um, don't source Wikipedia if you're in college. But you can always use the uh, you can always use the uh, listing of sources at the bottom and just poach those. But just don't say Wikipedia. Um, <clears throat> let me see what here we here we are. Um, okay, here uh, technological problems piss me off. Okay, here we go. Um, so I. Um, I will have to say, um, I really enjoyed the fighting sequences in this movie. Um, They were very well done. Um, And the lead two guys, uh, Denzel Washington, he played uh, Sam Chisholm. And the other main character was um, Joshua Faraday. Uh, played by Chris Pratt. The original was was um, portrayed by Steve McQueen, um, and um, <clears throat> I gotta tell you, this was this was a really good movie because of the action sequences. But in terms of like storytelling and the overall reasoning for what they were doing, um, that was that was very short. Um, on, on that part until the very end where we found out that um, Chisholm's family was um, both raped and murdered by, uh, by the antagonist um, who was uh, Bartholomew Bogue played by Peter Scharsgaard. Um, I, I really thought they, they could have explained that much earlier on. I, I feel like it would have helped um, me like, follow the movie's events and just kind of understand why they were undertaking this, um, this uh, problem. Because otherwise, otherwise, it's just the townspeople hiring a mercenary to come save their town it doesn't really give the mercenary a reason outside of money. So if they, if they had explained that better, I would, I think I would have enjoyed the movie a little bit more, but, um, um, but having said that it was, um, it it was, it, it was, it was a very good movie. And if you're into, um, if you're into Westerns, um, then this is, this is definitely one that I would, um, that I would recommend. I think it, it, it's kind. It's kind of similar to um, to True Grit. Although I, I will say I, I think True Grit was done a little bit better. But having said that, I still thoroughly enjoyed uh, this movie. Um, and um, so, four out of the seven ch- characters in the Magnificent Seven, um, which are the, um, the people hired to, um, to save this town. Um, four of them end up dying, and the one really pissed me off because I was always a fan of, of this actor in another show. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, O metal jacket. Thank you. Okay. Alright. You have fully redeemed yourself. Thank
0: you. I and Adventures in Babysitting. One of my favorites.
2: I've never seen that, but but yeah. uh... Come on! (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Well, you're the one that doesn't have a full steady knowledge of Lord of the Rings, so what the fuck are you what the fuck me for, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um but um <clears throat> yeah, so four out of the seven died and but one one of my favorite characters in the movie was uh Jack Horn, who was just uh this uh kind of like this weird kooky uh character um, in the movie it's kind of hard to explain but he w- he was definitely one of my favorites the way he's described here was a deeply religious mountain man and tracker um so yeah that kind of sums him up i guess i couldn't really, i couldn't really find my own words to describe him but that was very good and um so I would, I would, in terms of one out of ten, I would, I would give this a seven, and definitely a solid recommendation if you enjoy uh, westerns. I thought it was good.
0: And then uh, I, I have the last one I have on here for, for you is, of course, another Ben favorite,
2: Jaws. Absolutely. Except, you know, um. And I'm gonna let you re- review this one but I'm, I just have to say um, this movie used to scare me shitless um, and um, and my, my mom too and, and that saying something cause she was she was 17 at the time when this came out and she was she still wouldn't stick her toe in the water I still hear that story every time we go to the beach uh, that's how much um, jaws damaged her and um, but you know, like for uh, for someone that used to be so scared of it, lo- looking back on and watching it now that the older, it's like, why was I ever scared of this? Because the sharks look so incredibly fake. It's like funny to me. Ben? Yeah.
0: I'm going to send you something right now, real quick, because I meant to do this uh, earlier in the week.
2: So I'm chasing a messenger. Cool.
0: Yeah, and actually, you can play. It to, you can play the video.
2: Okay, cool. And uh, while I'm doing that, um, why don't you uh, describe the rest of Jaws?
0: He so basically, we have Richard Dreyfus. Um, uh, what's Roy Scheider and uh, can't think guy? Hold on, I have that guy up here who plays uh, Quint. He was one my he was my favorite in the. Do you have that video up? Uh,
2: Quinn. You mean I don't think it was. No, Quint, no, no. no.
0: But... Do you have uh, the video ready to play? I'm. Um. well I'm looking up Quint.
2: Uh, yeah, it was Quint, not Quint. I think.
0: No, it was Quint. Yeah, Quint. Robert Shaw. Q U I N T. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this movie uh, scared scared the crap out of me the first time I watched because I had never I've never seen, I'll tell you which one I've never seen, Ben.
1: Yeah.
0: I've never seen Jaws. It's playing, right? Yeah. Turn it up.
2: That music is creepy as
1: fuck.
0: Well. No, watch the video. Listen to Quint. Watch, watch what he does. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> Quint, <laughs> the, the guy he just like messes the kid up. He's like trying to play with the joy and he's messing him up. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord!
1: No, that's yeah. on the
0: that's uh, the one of the deleted scenes on the DVD.
2: Yeah, but like, like I was, um, I was really pissed off when uh, when he got eaten by the by the shark. I've never seen Jaws. And why? The, okay, wait a minute. Wait a wait a I've fucking... never seen
0: Jaws two or three. I moved three to four from one.
2: Uh, Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait. uh. I love that thing with my colds. Okay, ladies and (laughs) gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, not only am I going to give myself a concussion, but I might go on a little bit of a rant here. Oh no. Okay, Okay. so, you bought this on yourself, so just sit your ass down. Good. Anyway, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Elio was the one that came up with the idea for. LAO's I saw Jaws. I was just messing with you. I've seen Jaws. I didn't oh, see Jaws. Jaws. Then I watched two and three. Then you didn't. You say you didn't see two and three. <laughs> yeah, I
0: said. I, yeah, you didn't hear me. I said I never watched. I've never seen Jaws, two
2: or three. I moved from one to four. Well, still, you got a problem because, you know, you're the one that started this thing, Elio's Movie Emporium, and yet you don't have a full working knowledge of the movies that we review. And and for those of you that don't know, we uh, started this segment because... Of uh, Peacock's delay in uh, transferring classic pay-per-views over to the new service, but it, so I I, I do so enjoy fucking with my co-hosts on this news segment. But um, but yeah. you know, let, can we can we all mutually agree that Elio needs to get his shit together, especially when he doesn't understand classic references to movies such as. Uh, James Bond or uh, Lord of the Rings, bitch. Oh, my God. I. I, I well, you've it.
0: never seen the Adventures in maybe Sitting, so there. Uh,
2: well, I still don't think that that is as, as egregious as the sins that you have committed, my, my former father, Elio. My <laughs> former father.
0: by the way that's scary that's scary right there look at that shark look at
2: Jaws right there Uh, I'll tell you what back in the day it scared the piss out of me but now I just laugh at it no okay
0: they totally I forget what company it was but they, they totally this one uh, movie totally ripped Jaws off. They call it, it's called the Great White Shark.
2: Well, he, I mean, I never saw it, but it just in, inst, instantly it sounds like a Jaws rip off.
0: Let me actually see if I can pull it up on the MTV. I watched it one one morning at like six a.m. because I, we got up to go to um, to the chiropractors. so I'm like, you know what? Let me just see uh, what this movie's on since. You got up, I heard at, so much. You got up at
2: six AM to go to the chiropractor's.
0: Well, cause my dad likes uh, like to uh, to go at uh, seven because they, they run seven till ten and then they shut down for the, the afternoon and then they reopen at three. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, I can't. I can't find it. I don't even think I have the right name. Great, right, right. still, dude.
2: The only thing that would drive me to get up at six o'clock for a chiropractic adjustment is if I was watching Monday Night Raw the night before.
0: Okay, Ben, here we go. It's called The Last Shark. Tell me from 1981. Tell me that's not a Jaws ripoff. Look at that.
2: Oh, absolutely. That's this 100, 100% is. that is ridiculous.
0: The, the whole movie was, was just stupid. I mean, Here, let, let,
2: me, let me see it again just for just now that I got you on full screen. Oh
0: Wait, this is, uh, let me uh, pull up.
2: Oh, my God, yeah. And look how fake the shark looks. <laughs> right. That's
0: another one right there. Look at the, sh- the shark in the background.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: It is. There, there, there's a, another. A, a third, yet a third. Look at that. Bullshit.
2: Oh, my God. How are we ever scared of that shit?
0: Now, let me. Oh, hold on. I, now that I have this open, I want to see what. You know what? It doesn't even have the. The, like, how much. Uh, the earnings. The total earnings for this movie.
2: That's how bad and memorable it was. Oh. Probably because it tanked. I mean, yes. it probably it probably tanked worse than the one than the one featuring the underage porn star Tracy Lord. <laughs> so the 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 other two that
0: I I'm just gonna bring up, but we're not gonna go over because I, I I still want to watch these ones. It's called the Frozen Dead and Bloody Blood Mania.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. Um, well. Uh, <laughs> My apologies. Um, it's late, and I uh, had a trying weekend.
0: But, but Ben, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now I already asked you about um, anthology series. What do you think? Do you, do you like them? Yes or no?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. So uh, look, at this I told you about Journey to the Unknown, which is available on YouTube. I watched uh, the entire series. That's of course is the uh, DVD cover. The what to look for. Right. This one is from 1968. This one, I think you, you'd enjoy. I didn't like a lot of the episodes, but some of them were pretty cool. Like, the first one is the new people, and you know what? It's good that you're dressed like that tonight. With I the know. red? Yeah. Because, look at this.
2: <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. But, he looks, he looks like Father Paul Mitchell. Now, this one is interesting. It's
0: called The New People. This episode's a New People, okay?
2: Yeah.
0: So basically, it's um, this couple moves into the country and are taken aback by how friendly their local people are and soon become part of uh, the community. But the husband, Hank, begins to distrust his neighbor, Luther, who seems to lead the local social scene. So basically, uh, the, the guy I just showed you is like the leader of the local cult in the town.
2: <laughs> Gee, I wonder by the look of him, why ever would he lead a cult? <laughs> and this
0: one, this one, I think, this one's Mad Ticket, yeah, Madatika. Ticket is coming. No, Madikidus is coming. It's basically like a time travel uh, story where this woman travels, is stuck in a library and she like, it's late, she falls asleep and then she wakes <sighs> up to a telephone ringing. But uh, it's not her time period. She, she went back in time to the 20s when the serial killer was on the loose.
2: Oh God. Actually, in all seriousness, that does sound interesting.
0: So yeah, this whole uh, series is available on YouTube. You can check it out. And I only heard about this through another anthology that I that I was watching called Hammer House of Horrors.
2: Yeah, it, well, it's interesting because, I mean, if we weren't doing this segment, I probably wouldn't watch horror movies because it's just it's not my cup of tea. I'm more of the action slash comedy guy and I always have been Um, you know horror movies uh, used to used to make me cry (laughs) because you know it actually uh, uh, yes (laughs) because because I just uh, you know I didn't really I didn't really understand the gore for the sake of gore yeah but uh, nonetheless
0: all right so let's see what we got next week for movies, because I am gonna go off on one. I already know I'm gonna go off on this one. All right, because I have had it with this bullshit. And the first one we have is Blood which I I actually uh, told you about this on one of the most recent episodes. I never watched it. I just had it playing in the background because I just couldn't. Put up with the stupidity, okay. So, I'm just gonna bring it up, uh, like, and, and uh, basically give the synopsis from IMDb
2: because it's just too stupid for me to watch. Oh, god, it wasn't more stupid than the uh, bisexual space worms. Oh, they were all bad.
0: This one's called Blood Freak, it's about that. Uh, that a uh, killer who was going around. Uh, kill- Murdering people while well, wearing a chick a turkey head. show Actually, let me
2: show you the, 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 the,
0: the hold on.
2: A murderer wearing a turkey head. What the, head. What the fuck? And sure enough, literally, is a murderer wearing a turkey head. Okay, look, 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 look at the. Hold on, let me see. Because no,
0: yeah, there you go. Look at that. That's one of the pictures. Oh okay. Jesus! That's why it's too stupid for me to even watch. I, I. That's why I briefly mentioned it on the most recent on a recent episode.
2: No, no, thank
0: you. Then there's another one. The second one we have is a movie called Stanley. Don't worry, I'm going to watch these ones, actually. Or not, I'll just uh, say I did and I'll watch them. I'll just have them play in the background because they might be too stupid for me to watch. Right. So this one's called Stanley. And let me pull this one up just to see what we got here so Stanley is from 1972 basically it's about a young seminal Indian using his rattlesnake to take revenge on all those he believes have wronged him
2: oh god
0: Uh, okay that that
2: sounds really stupid
0: sure that's why I see this why I see some of these movies I might just have them play in the background, but not even watch because they're too stupid for me to waste my time on. The one I am gonna go off on because I've had it with this. Okay, you okay. see, Exorcist.
2: Next week I'm gonna go. Oh boy! Fuck the
0: Exorcist. Don't give away the, the rant.
2: Don't give away the round.
0: No, no, no. I'm not going to. That's all I'm going to say. Stay tuned next week. Absolutely. But for, for The Exorcist, go that way and fuck all the way off.
2: Yes. And okay. I, I, thought, I thought you had especially reserved that for Kevin Dunn and Bruce Pritchard.
0: No, oh, no, I'm, I'm putting it at everyone. Like anything that I can't stand, that's it. The Exorcist is in there now. That's it. Then we have Invasion of the B-Girls. Oh, God. I'm going to check that out. And I'll let you know about that during the week. The last one we have is Black Christmas. This is not... Um, I know we said we're not going to cover Christmas movies. This isn't a Christmas movie for this per se. It's more of like a horror movie, which I'll cover because I've seen this one. Oh, Okay. Black Christmas. Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's not your usual Christmas movie, Ben. It's not like and all that. (laughs) Well, shut up.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe it is. Are you (laughs) (laughs) fine?
0: Go on. I meet yourself. Go on, and meet yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were gonna start dying. That's why I muted you. No, <laughs> no. All right, so that brings our movie segment. When I'm flying, Ben Pierce. When I'm getting dark side of the ring.
2: Yes. Because and have I you have you
0: noticed my name?
2: Uh, yes, it was, um, Stunning Elio Canella. <laughs> <laughs> How fitting. Well, except neither one of us is blonde, although I used to be. When I, when I was two years old, I was, I was as blonde as Ric Flair. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, did
0: you also go woo?
2: And then my, No, but... Why not? My, then my hair just got... The, because I was two years old and couldn't talk. Okay. That makes so uh, that's that that makes sense. All right, so let's get into the let's get into dark side of the ring. Okay, so I was talking to Elio about this um, off the air yesterday and Ooh, I was while little, you're talking I'm gonna check something here. Go on, keep going. And I was a little bit confused because they aired part one online before the the show aired on TV. And
0: uh, what? The
1: hell?
0: Oh no! Sorry, I was checking uh, part two because I told you that I I was uh, I was um uh, getting part two to watch later on. Right. So yeah, it was downloading because uh, it, I was having problems with the other program I use. Yeah. So I use something else. So it's all set on my screen.
2: Well, you will enjoy it. And then, um, but like my my question is, why is Vice releasing the online versions like well before the they actually air? Because part two has not aired on TV yet. That doesn't air until next week, and then part part one aired on TV last night but then it was released online last week. So I kind of have a theory on why they're airing part 1 and 2 separately.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if this makes sense but I wanna say because they want to they want to stretch out the weeks because I think if they air part 1 and 2 in one night it's going to get it's going to be less weeks. Because they have so many episodes in
2: season. Yeah, three. and, and, and that, that does make sense. But it's like why, but why the disparity in like online versus TV? Why not just air like one or the other? You know, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, but,
0: it's
2: weird. Um, having said that, the the, the story of Wyatt, uh, Brian, uh, or Brian filming, uh. Is very interesting to me because he was my first favorite wrestler.
0: You know, no, this is confusing because if we say from Flying Brian Tillman, it can it can uh, refer to him
2: or it can refer to you. Absolutely, because Mom <laughs> used to have to call Flying Brian to the dinner table. Um, but it, but you know, so this was one of those that I learned a lot that I didn't know. Um, and uh to be honest with you, this was drastically darker than I was expecting, even even though they do call it the dark side of the ring. Oh hold on. Uh, did they really did they go deep into
0: October fifth, ninety seven in this part? Uh not not in part one. But oh no, 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 i no. but okay,
2: no we're doing
0: do that, part one or part two.
2: The I'm I'm reviewing part one right now. And oh, we'll no, do... no,
0: are we doing part two, or are we gonna do that
2: next week? Oh, we're gonna do part two next week. All
0: right, oh, sounds
2: good. All right, go Just to kind of spread it out a go little ahead. bit. Go ahead. So, um, so yeah, we uh, the whole the whole um, the whole uh, sto- story is pretty much how. Pillman should have been like the next big star in, uh, wrestling, but, um, you know, his, uh, his demons and kind of like the trappings of, of fame and some issues in his family life, uh, stopped that. Um, at first I didn't think that this was gonna, uh, be very well because they very briefly went over his athletic career. You know, how he tried out for, um, for the Cincinnati Bengals and how, uh, how he was one of the last ones cut. And then, and then he, uh, they switched to his family life. Um, he had three different kids by three different women, uh, and, and it was really weird and, and depressing how they got into this. Uh, he's got Danny, Brittany, and his his son Brian Pillman uh, mm-hmm. Jr. Uh, Danny was the result of a brief affair, um, and uh, and uh, Brian came from uh, Melanie, his current wife, who. Who was heavily featured in the entire documentary, but it was very clear that uh, drugs and alcohol had taken a very heavy toll on her. But anyway, I get, getting back to um, getting b- back to the actual wrestling part of it. Um. so, so, I, so I, as I said, they start with the WCW stuff and how. How he teamed up with uh, not my co host, but actually Steve Austin in the Hollywood Blondes. And and Steve was saying how the necklace that he always wore was a gift from Brian because they felt like it would look good on TV. Um, and you know, And they were very frustrated in WCW because they weren't viewed as a serious serious act and they had to get over themselves and then the one uh, the one big match that they had on TV with um, with Ric Flair was messed up by somebody else but they took the Broncos <laughs> what? The Bruce no, no, no this was pre Bruce pressured I think I mean, that
0: guy's messed everything up Hold on. Uh,
2: well, so has Kevin Dunn. But yeah, yeah. Bruce, Bruce, there's a special place in in the hells of wrestling for Bruce Pritchard because oh my god. Um <laughs> but then um then we um after WCW, uh they were saying how uh he was trying to get noticed by uh WWE and Vince McMahon by pitting uh Bischoff and McMahon against each other in a bidding war for him. So he kind of he kind of set that up for himself somehow, and nobody kind of knows um, how he was able to do that. But it, they were talking about one um, like banquet kind of thing. And he uh, without, without um, Vince even knowing who Brian was, he managed to get his picture with him because, um, because Brian was just acting all off the wall and acting like he knew Vince and Vince didn't know what to do, so he just took a picture with him. Um, and then, it, then it got like really, it got really sad very, very quickly because um, they they were talking about how. Um, his girlfriend uh, at the time and, uh, and Brittany's mother, um, Rochelle uh, committed uh, suicide after, um, after Melanie had, uh, had called her on the phone and said that, you know, she was more of a mother to her kids than she would ever be. And she was crazy and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, And apparently she did have some mental issues, but that really just uh, put her over the edge. So that was very, very sad. And and the fact that um, they talked to Brian's sister about being the one that broke the news to her mother at the time was just, um, can you imagine having to call somebody and tell them that their daughter had passed away? Good God. Um, and then, uh, very, very quickly, they, uh, you know, they just, they just get into, uh, the, the darkness about, about Brian and like his, his, his desperation to take care of his family, knowing that, um, you know, knowing that his body wasn't going to hold up. Uh, after his, um, his, well, first his Hummer accident, which shattered his ankle. And they actually ended the first episode, um, as a cliffhanger, um, with the Humvee accident, um, because they were talking about how driven Pil- and talented Pillman was. But you could all, you could always just, um, you could always just see like how desperate and almost uh, frantic he was. Like a, a big area of emphasis was him being paranoid about his position in the company or in whatever company he was in, especially when he was going through the bidding war or trying to create one between WCW and WWE. And, um, it, it was just really sad because the biggest question of Brian Pillman's career is like, what if? Because he died at only thirty five. But yeah, this episode ends with um, with the, the Humvee accident, and um, and you just um, and you instantly get get the idea of okay, part two is going to be significantly dark. Even darker than this one is, and I've seen part two already, um, <laughs> but uh, I don't want to go over that without. El- i was gonna
0: ask you: Is it dark, like what you just said?
2: Yes. Okay. It so is. I'm gonna
0: say i to watch this after, like, later tonight before I go to sleep.
2: Um. Yeah. It's. Um. You know, and, and like the saddest thing is Brian was actually poised to be one of the bigger stars. I mean, he could have been the next Rock, the next, you know, Triple H, mm-hmm. or whatever, but after after the Humvee wreck, and after he shattered his leg and his ankle, he just couldn't go anymore, and everybody could see it. You know, and then so, um, that's, that's where the first part ended. Um, but, but I, I, I would be very remiss if um I didn't mention uh you know his his widow melanie I mean now granted I can't imagine losing my husband at thirty or, you know if, if I was her I'm saying you know lo- losing a loved one at 35 at 35 years old and then having to take care of all these kids but I'll tell you. Melanie was not portrayed well. She was uh she was portrayed as um as a very neglectful uh you know, just kind of absentee parent. And uh and you'll really get the um you'll really get a, a better feel for her in uh part two. So I'd be very interested to hear what you have to say. But yes, this this definitely set a very sad tone. For uh, for um, the season debut of Dark Side of the Ring, and yeah, you know, it's not it's not as if you know Brian's not one of those stories where it's like oh my god he did something terrible or you know even something even something terrible happened because of him um, you know. Um, you know, for those that don't really know, Brian died because he had a heart problem that was compounded by pain pills. That's what ultimately killed him. But the way the way that they were setting up this Humvee accident, um, which which was not what killed him, but the way that they set this up going into the cliffhanger, it was like the you know, you could kind of see that we were going to start to go off a cliff at, after the Humvee accident. And part two, which Elio is getting ready to see, describes the after effects of that. So, uh, with that, I will stop this portion of the review so I don't give up too too much um, before Elio uh, gets to see the entire thing. Uh, did you uh,
0: see the list of... Uh... What they have uh, lined up for season three? Yeah, I did. And know. What do you What do you think? Which one are you most interested? Not, not including this one. Which one looks the more more the most interesting?
2: Um, p- plane ride from
0: hell. Yeah, that one for me. I want to see that one and um the collision in Korea one.
2: Yeah, because I don't know too much about that, but I know like I've heard about it, so I, I really want to see that. Yeah,
0: neither do I. I just I'm gonna read up on it and see exactly what happened
2: there. I'm um, I'm really surprised that they don't have a special leg on um like heroes of wrestling or something. Sorry say say again. I'm um, I'm really surprised they haven't touched on like the heroes of of um. A wrestling fiasco. Oh, that, that yeah, that pay-per-view, whatever thing they had, yeah. Yeah.
0: That that took place at the Magic uh, Casino in uh, Mississippi.
2: Yeah.
0: I was there, I was at the, that casino one year when I went down to Florida.
2: Oh, did you did you see Ghost of that event? <laughs> no, I didn't go to that event, it wasn't in October, but, uh,
0: I did uh, put uh, three dollars into the slot machine, and I won. Seven, ended up winning seventy six dollars. <laughs> that's oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then that that night, I kept poking uh, my cousin. I'm like, I won how much at the casino? Uh,
2: how old were you when this happened?
0: <laughs> oh no, it was, it was like I, like I believe it was in. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine? Yeah, two
2: thousand eight. Oh, okay. So you were you were well of age, okay
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben, uh, before we uh close out the show, I have a bit of trivia questions for you. Oh god. <laughs> how well do you know the n y family?
2: Um I like I said before, I'm I'm much more confident <laughs> in this topic. But let's right. see how I do.
0: All right, here we go. Question number one. Who was Roman Reigns' first singles opponent in the WWE? Was it Kane, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan, Mark Henry?
1: Oh, God.
2: Um, I'll say Kane.
0: Daniel Bryan.
2: Oh, Bill. This is not getting off to an auspicious start. Okay,
0: question number two: The Rock and Yokozuna both made their pay-per-view debuts at Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or Survivor Series?
2: Survivor Series.
0: Correct. The Usos are three, four. Six or seven time tag team champions. Six. You're two and one. Okay, the head shrinkers beat who to win the tag team championships? Brett and Owen Hart, the Quebecers, Money Inc., or the Natural Disasters?
2: Hmm. It's it's one of two of those. I, I it's, um. Do
0: you want your um, choices again? Yeah. Brett and Owen Hart, the Quebecers, yeah. Money and the Natural Disasters.
2: I'm going to say the Natural di- Disasters.
0: Quebecers.
2: Uh, I was going to say Quebecers. Oh, shit.
0: Which Hall of Famer did Umaga attack in his debut? Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam or Booker T? Oh God.
2: Um, Shawn Michaels? Ric Flair. Uh, I'm a little disappointed
0: in myself. Okay. Rikishi won which singles title? WWE Championship, Intercontinental, European, or Hardcore? Intercontinental. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I got this one wrong too. Whom of the following did Yokozuna never team with? Crush, British Bulldog, Ahmed Johnson, or Vader? Who did he never team with?
2: Ahmed Johnson? Vader. Oh, damn. All
0: right. I got that one wrong too. I guess Bulldog. Okay, uh, Okay. last question. The Rock has had how many championship reigns? 14, 17, 18, 20. You're, you're telling overall, right? Uh, doesn't, even, uh, doesn't even say just has, has had how many championship reigns?
2: Um, I'm gonna say 17. Correct. Okay, cool.
0: Fifty. You, you got 50% on this one.
2: Well, that's slightly better than my average lately, so.
0: I uh, know who cares about Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman trivia. Why, why don't you put Braun Strowman trivia? Get out of
2: here. Yeah, yeah I, I, who, who gives a
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he's a Strowman. He runs really, really fast. Who gives a
0: fuck? All right, so Ben, we should bring the show to a close. Absolutely. All right, fans, for my co-host, Flying Ben Pierce, I'm stunning Elio Canella. This is PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. We will talk to you all next week. Flying Ben, say goodnight to the fans.
2: Let me fly on out of here to the tune of the greatest show in the world, the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Hit the goddamn outro, Elio. What are you doing? Falling asleep with the switch? It's flooding open. It's the preacher and the pulpit and your blind devotion.
1: There's something breaking.